Hello, welcome back to the Essential View Podcast. My name is Tommy, and I'm your host. So today, I think today is 21st of October, we're reflecting on a 2-2 draw, Chelsea v Arsenal, which does feel like a loss, but yeah, it's a terrible, 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 terrible day, and don't let Ray tell you otherwise, it's a terrible, terrible day, it feels like we lost. But yeah, let's get into the nitty-gritty of it. What do we say about the lineup? What can we say? Any surprises? Jackson wasn't starting today. Um, I think Silva was in defense. Wait, what do you mean there any surprises? Sterling was starting. Well, no, Palmer was starting in the false nine. That's a huge yeah. surprise. Yeah, and Co and um, what's the name? Cucurella at left back. Coel at centre back. Uh, yeah, Gusto back at right back. Any surprises there? I think the lineup was pretty standard, aside from the fact that we didn't start with Jackson. Mm. Um. Initially, looking at it, I was very nervous because I thought that we had to score first, which I I believe, like, in a big game, you need to score first, simple mm-hmm. and short. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if we're not playing with a striker, and I don't see Madrid or Palmer or Sterling being that physical sort of false nine. So I was a bit nervous about that. But honestly, it worked out fine in the end, so... In we had a game plan. Half, so. Yeah, we had a game plan and it was nice. Uh, Jesse, what can you say? Uh, yeah, no, the, the lineup was pretty standard, for reals. Like, Jackson was, was a surprise to a certain extent because everyone else who was on the pitch has actually been good. Like, the only person who I thought maybe or maybe not would be there was Mudrick, and he deserved to start. So it wasn't like a shocking or angry just like it is what it is true i mean i did forget about modric to be fair because we didn't reflect on the burnley game but yeah um rate ellie will be okay guys say about the lineup before we talk about something else well for me uh it's a standard lineup it's a four it was a four two three one uh the surprise that kukureya was playing at left yeah. back not left wing back huh? nor left center back it's been mm-hmm. a while actually since he played at fullback um, false nine with Palmer. I thought it's uh, adventurous, but it paid off. Honestly, like I'm gonna go through this later. But Palmer was really, really fantastic there. I think it's because Jesus, although he's a you know striker, but he's more of a centre forward. He also does the uh, you know false nine role. So I think that's why Pochettino went with this system. It's like if you can do it, I can do it as well. And we've executed really, really incredibly. We were unfortunate in the end, but hey. That's for later. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, we're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. Great, Ellie, what are we saying? Line up. Any, any surprises? Were you, did you get what you... I think. I mean, I was you... so happy when Kukurea came to yeah. left back. I told you guys, that's the best left back at the club. I also told people that if Kukurea plays against Saka, he's going to pocket him. And he did. Um, Palm of false nine... I kind of, because when, when we got the lineup first, they were saying, oh, it's probably Sterling up front. And I'm like, no, it's probably Palmer up front. And they want the uh, wingers to take on the fullbacks. Um, and Colwell center back, uh, that was a surprise. So that like led to the whole Kukurea playing left back thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I wondered how that was going to go today. Um, is there anything else that was different? Oh, Reese possibly uh, starting. Um, I thought he may have started the game. He didn't. So that was a little bit of a surprise for me. 
I was surprised when I saw Disasi dropped, but I get, then again, I understand why. You know, it's funny because during the international break, there was this rave about like Disasi and Disasi and all that. But yeah, I do get, I do get, I do get like Thiago Silva and Cole starting. So I guess in the near future, against Brent, Brentford, we're gonna see that lineup. But yeah, um, okay, what are we saying about the first fifteen minutes of the game? So obviously we had the penalty and uh, what else? I think we'll grow into the game. We had. Arsenal rattled and stuff, but yeah. What can you guys tell me about like the first fifteen minutes? Like, what was your, you know? Yeah, Ubi, let's start with you then. Okay. Uh, well, the first fifteen minutes were really fantastic. We scored a goal, a deserved penalty. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what was Saliba doing there. Just his arm wasn't in a normal position, in a natural position. Rather, it was it was a well executed penalty by Palmer. You would say someone like him, you know, he doesn't have much experience in the Premier League. I mean, obviously he's played well uh, before, sorry, with Pep, but he wasn't like a regular starter. He's always played in like uh, Carbo Cup and FA Cup uh, matches. So you would think against Arsenal, which arguably recently they've been, you know, in a good form. Uh, he, he just, he didn't care, you know. He kind of reminded me of like, superstar Kai Havertz before being a flop, you know what I mean? Like, he's brilliant, like, the Havertz that basically uh, won us the Champions League. That's what kind of, mm. you know, I'm, I'm comparing him to. But, yeah, a fantastic 10-15 minutes. Uh, I, don't, I just don't know what happened in the second half. I think uh, Poch felt like he controlled the game, and indeed he did, if not for Arteta's subs, and obviously, to me, Sanchez fault in both goals, we would have won. Maybe even scored a third. I mean, Sanchez is not going to score, but you know, if he mm. kept it together, it, it would motivate the attackers to keep for keep pushing for like a third goal. Who knows? It would be a trashing. But hey, it's a two-two in the end. It's sad. It's sad yeah. when you think about. It, um, it is. Yeah, it is. Ellie, Ray, I want to hear your opinion. What are we saying? First fifteen minutes. About the game, the penalty. Ellie? And all that. Yeah. Ellie. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I mean, I'm sure Wraith will tell me why this happened, but um, I think the substitutes changed the game. I know you said the first 15 minutes. So yeah. let me, hold on, let me rewind. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> It's because my food's just come, so I'm all over the all over the place. Um, yeah, so oh. the first fifteen minutes, I thought we played really well. I was really surprised, actually. Um, we we had like, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't say complete control of the game, but we had, you know, we had control of the game. We we were we were on top, um, and I wouldn't have said that like any changes needed to be made um, as quickly as they did in the second half, but. Um, no, I was super happy, and uh, I was surprised for sure. Yeah. yeah. Thing. Um, Ray, Tori, what were we saying before we go to Jersey? The first uh, fifteen minutes actually was <laughs> interesting because I was like, I was expecting them to come after us, and then we just like we popped the ball. If you look at the way we were passing the ball around them, like it was just funny. Like it looked uh-huh. like grown men playing with little boys on there, and we we got we got through them. We played through them so easily, and 
it it kind of feels like what smaller teams do to us. The only difference is <laughs> we played ball unlike them. Like Forest, what they do is, or like a Brentford or some of these other small teams, they let us have the ball, and then we just do nothing with it. The the opposite is very different. Um, I think the possession in like first fifteen minutes was like seventy to thirty. We had most of possession, and basically we played through them so easily. We got through their back line so easy, like it, it, yeah. was, it was ridiculous. I was like, "Whoa, they're looking different." Cucurello was pressing Saka, just harassing him. You couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, okay, this is the energy we need to. And and they seemed they seemed shook. Like it's like they weren't expecting us to come like that. And I think that just set the yeah. tone for the whole game. And they were just petrified. Like, yeah. Uh, hey, Tori, what were we saying? No, I definitely agree with Wraith. I think that, like, when you look at how Arsenal played in the City game, yes, they definitely were up for it then because they were like, oh, it's City, we want to beat City. But I think they came into the, the Chelsea game feeling a bit cocky. Being mm. So, like, I think we just, in the first half, or, like, first 15 minutes, we really just bulldozed over them. And they were just not expecting us to be that good, I, I think. Like, yeah. they didn't show us enough respect, it, not on the sea. So we were definitely on top, and they didn't know what to do. They were like, oh, okay, Chelsea are actually not shit. So what mm-hmm. do we do now? So that's how I felt anyway. Yeah. I mean, Pochettino's game plan worked to T. Just you what we saying before we talk about, like, the main talking points and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. Was it? Uh, um, it was... That beginning, it was really nice. It was a great beginning to the game. It, I think we had a chance after like a minute, and I was like, wow, okay, awesome. And yeah, it was like Pochettino, you know, redemption arc going on in the first few minutes of that half. It was a nice feeling, man. It was really good. He did his homework. Everything was working well, surgical. I was enjoying it. Got a goal, you know. Uh, there was an yeah. argument before the pe- penalty, by the way. It was like yeah. Sterling was take it and Palmer was like no my ball and then like Enzo had to come and be like you know just let him take it he scored a goal before and then he took yeah. it it was awesome have... and they also it together true it's good he brought that up because I have something to say do you guys remember how bad Sterling's penalty record was for City Ray I'm sure you do like why is Sterling don't get me wrong like Cole Palmer took the pen against like Burnley and stuff I don't has Sterling taken a penalty for us lately. I don't think so. So like why isn't he just letting him like have it? It's not like an it's because okay, it's a big game. I mean, I think you guys are gonna understand, like I don't think we have a designated penalty taker. So Uh Sterling is the leader, or maybe it's Enzo, right? It was supposed to be Enzo because he's the one that took the West Ham one, but I don't know anymore. Um and I think uh Sterling's like, I'm the senior guy here, I'm just gonna take the pen. And then Palmer said, Hey, I want to take it. And then he said, all right, you can have it. I think that's why. But it's, remember the Burnley game? We had a penalty as well. And Copama um, took it as well. So I didn't get why Sterling is trying to do. And we all know Sterling's penalty record isn't good. Like, you guys know. Yeah, but like, at the same... I agree with you, but at the same time, pens are like the easiest way to boost up your stats. So but like, sure. I see why he would want to take it. Mm-hmm. But... If we already have somebody that has taken one before and has scored, we should just go with whatever the flow is. Like, whoever is more likely to score, like, we should just go with that. Yeah, and that's Palmer, because Sterling's not convincing. Ubi, I see you want to say something. Go on. 
no, I just wanted to add uh, to uh, Tori's idea that it's true that, you know, scoring from penalty, off of a penalty, it's easier than, you know, one-on-one -on -one or any other, or maybe like a free kick, unless you're Messi, I guess. But... Um, <laughs> or Ronaldo. Uh, or Ronaldo, of course, with his power <laughs> shots, just crazy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, remember, like, someone like Werner and even Lukaku went, before he went crazy with the interview and stuff, they just would miss penalties. It's like in 2023, I feel as though it's not as easy anymore to score penalties. I don't know if it's about now keepers have better tactics, like they have better coaches that tell them, okay, this player is more likely to, to shoot to the left, then you should dive there. Or is it about game minds or this generation don't have, you know, the same composure as, you know, Johan Cruyff and Ronaldo, the Brazilian and, you know, such on. <laughs> Like, I'm not sure, but I'm just trying to say that even penalties, people think, yeah, it's easy to score, but in reality, it's really not. So I salute uh, Palmer for scoring that goal, well, twice, you know, once against Arsenal and the other one against, uh, what was it? Yeah, Burnley. I kind of forgot. Burnley, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and that's what I was talking about in my previous point, like his composure is really out of the world considering his age and experience. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, that's, that's all yeah. I wanted to add. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree mean, with that. Yeah, and the way he took the penalty was so like sexy. Not not the way he took it, but the way like he he finished it like on the floor and yeah. all that. Really, you know. All right, um, let's talk about the penalty. For me, anyone listening, I don't think it's a penalty, but because Arsenal, I don't like Arsenal, so we can agree it's a penalty. But realistically, I don't know what Saliba is meant. Wait, to why do. is it not a penalty? Because like logically, what is the player supposed to do that? Like it's it's close proximity and stuff. Obviously, before before we recorded the podcast, Ellie brought up the Michael Keane. Yeah, that's not a no, natural position. Eh? And I think looking back, mm -hmm. she's correct. But remember, the header was going in. So that's considered was, a goal. It, yeah, that's it, considered it a was, goal scoring opportunity. It, it was, so, yeah, it was. If you look at it, it was going, it was going on goal, which by the law, even if even if we just agree that okay, his hand wasn't in a natural position. The way the header was going, his hand blocked it. So they didn't give him a yellow. He's lucky he didn't get a yellow or red or get sent off. But they said, listen, that your hand was in the way we have to give the penalty. I'm sorry, Jesse. What do you think? Harsh to me would have been if they had given him like a red after that. That would have been. Yeah, yeah that they did. You could be like, oh, that's harsh. Yeah. yeah they and didn't like give the him penalty. any card. He, he just got the a foul. The penalty harsh to me is not harsh at all. That is a penalty. He, if he had gotten booked for it, then you can be like, okay, now it's getting harsh. Like the Reese one against Liverpool in 2021, right? They gave yeah. him a red and they sent him off. I think that's harsh. Because if they just because, gave him a penalty, okay, I'll, I'll hold it. Do uh, you know why they gave him a red? Because I'm not supporting him, by the way, because that was a terrible, terrible decision, especially by Anthony Taylor. But I'm not supporting that. The reason they gave him red is because they were like, oh, it's the nine of obvious goals current opportunity. Wait, I'm so sorry. Wait. Like, I'm I'm as well. That's right. Yeah, go. Hmm? Did you say Anthony Taylor ref today's match? No, 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 no. The Liverpool one. Oh, okay, okay. The one where that got that record at Anfield, the controversial one. Yeah, okay. The the thinking was that I'm just trying to address Raid's point. The thinking was that oh they were like, oh, Reese tried to deny like a clear opportunity. Like, obviously the ball was going to the net and he's trying to deliberately like hand hand the ball. Um sorry, connect his hand to the ball and all that. So that's why they gave him a red card. So I, I, 
that's why it happened. But today, I don't think it was going to the net. I mean, I understand because, like I said, it's Arsenal and all that. But logically, if that was the other way around, I'll be fuming. I'm just saying. Logically, I don't think it's a plan. But yeah, I'm using it, not like a comfort. Because if they had drawn lines to see where Modric's header was going, then you can have a you know complete view about it like this. But it, as far as we're concerned, Modric got a header towards goal, and his hand came out and stopped it. It's a penalty. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear what Ubi and um, Ellie have to say before we go on to something now. Bro, it was a penalty. I don't know why you guys are arguing. I do agree <laughs> with Ray's uh, point about bringing up the Liverpool of last year uh, against, uh, I think it was Salah against Rhys James. I'm not sure who it was who shot the, or made the header anyways. Uh, mm. He got sent off and, you know, got red cards, got sent off. And obviously they scored off of that. Uh and don't forget that if it was the other way around, probably uh-huh. the referee would have given it straight away without even going to VAR. Let's be real. Like, we know how unlucky we are as Chelsea Football uh-huh. Club. Uh-huh. But um, to me, you can't just have your arm hanging around like that. It was like really, like he really put his arm out. And that's wrong. And especially from Saliba, that every Arsenal fan I meet, they're like, oh, yeah, Saliba is the next. Uh, I don't know who's Desai or something. Yeah, my <laughs> like, ser- seriously. So yeah, yeah, to me, it's a penalty. It's deserved. I think we bottled the the lead. I'm I'm a bit upset. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of positivity from today's game, and I'm not trying to you know get stuck on the negativity here. But like, we just bottled it. It just feels awful, especially that it's at home and they've been singing. Champions of Europe, you'll never get to sing that or something. They were saying it's, it felt really good, and then bam, two goals within you know short time. Just yeah, ah, it just hurts, you know. I know we're gonna come to that. We're gonna come to that. All right, Ellie, what are we saying? Penalty, you know, penalty. Because you know you saw the Michael Michael King handball today. But yeah, yeah um, I um I think it was harsh, um, but. Again, I like I said before, I don't care because I hate Arsenal. <laughs> um, but um, I can see it from both sides. Um, but the whole argument of uh, unnatural position, um, it, you know, Gary Neville was saying it as well. Like it's, you have to get your arms up there for momentum. Uh-huh. Um, and like I said earlier, that Hasselbank was saying. Um, that he was in the wrong position to start with. So that made him have to do like crazy things with his arms to get him like, get his like, you know, a good jump. Mm-hmm. Um, but that regardless, obviously his arms were, I, you know, if they're any seemingly any arm that's extended and away from the body, um, <clears throat> it's a handball. And I don't think, it, it like, was, unnatural it position high. doesn't really... Huh? It was high as well. It was a bit high as well. It was close to his head. It was, like, really high. It was Yeah, but sometimes, like, have you not had to, like, have jump. you never, like, jumped and not, like, j- and not used your arms higher up? Like, I have. Like, when I've been yeah. playing, like, football or sports and stuff, I've, like, yeah. had my arms above my head to, like, to climb. And especially yeah, if you're... It. If you're like battling against someone next to you, like that, for example, like is a perfect like perfect example actually, because everyone you've got Mudrick flying 
towards him, right? So yeah, yeah. If everyone is allowed he's... to jump with their arms out like a bird, but if it ends up hitting your arm, then you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I don't, I don't. That's what I don't like. You know, I don't disagree with that. Like in this in this day and age, that you can't really. I don't know. You're gonna have. We're gonna have to just get to the point where where they jump with their arms by them size or something. I don't know. Like because... I feel like in like a year or two, the the handball rule will be looked at again. Um, because I think unnatural position needs to be looked at. For I don't, sure. I don't see. I really don't see a time where, or maybe in like fifty years, maybe. But I don't see a time where this will not be a penalty because this was a goal-scoring opportunity that he. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, like but what people... they, were talk- they weren't talking about goal-scoring opportunity. They were talking about unnatural position. So going from what, ha- why they awarded it, like I can completely understand the denial denial of a goal-scoring opportunity, but the, yeah, the yeah. what they were saying. Like a red card. Mm. What they were saying, the reason the reason for the penalty was uh, un, like the hands in the unnatural position. Um, yeah. So that's where the argument comes because if it is a denial of a goal scoring opportunity, of course, fair enough. Like because the goal was potentially going towards the the goal. It I I have seen an angle where it does look dubious, but uh-huh. um, you know. If they gave it for that reason, then yeah, fair enough. But there is now, there's the, it gives the opportunity for debate and question because they've given it as uh, unnatural position. If that uh-huh. happens, like like at the edge of the box or like, you know, there are other defenders behind both of them, then everything you guys are saying would make sense. But just the fact that he was the last man behind and his arm stopped the header. To me, this is very clear. Bro, it's a weak header. You guys are saying goal. It's not a goal scoring opportunity. It's a weak header. It doesn't but matter. Be... It doesn't matter. It was the last time. No, no, they, they they're not going to judge the power goal, the yeah, If it's I mean, going towards goal, there it is a denial of a goal scoring opportunity. But the fact yeah. is, they didn't give it as that. So yeah. that's, that's that, un- really. It was an unnatural one. But yeah, um, Ray, you want to say something before we move on? Also, I think um, when they say a natural position, instead of it being subjective, like the rule book says something like if your arms are a certain amount away from your body, <laughs> then they count it even if it's unintentional, which again, a little ridiculous because like there's people who are like if you're jumping, obviously you're going to put your elbows up and jump like this and then your arms are going to come straight out, um, extend to a degree. But that's why I think again the rules are just whatever. But again, as long as they're in my favor, I don't really care. I'm that shameless. Yeah. So I hear <laughs> the pendulum swings might as well receive the blessings before the curses come again. So I hear you. Um, okay, let's talk about the so obviously at halftime I was one nil and we're feeling good and we're like, we can finally do this. Plus you're looking solid and stuff. Lo and behold, I think second half begins and then I think we score a second goal. Um Tori, do you mind reminding me? Yeah. I always got the second goal because I've forgotten now. I always yeah. got the second goal. That was like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, quite frankly. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Go on. I was chilling, watching. <laughs> um, Mudrik gets the ball. I'm thinking, okay, he's going to cross it to Raza and mm. he tap in. 
So, honestly, I don't know if he meant it or not. But quite frankly, I'm just going to say he meant it because why wouldn't he mean it? That was, like, Puskus-worthy. Um, oh, he, he basically crossed it in, and it just entered the net. Like, Raya was just confused, mm-hmm. and he couldn't clear it away. And it just goes into the net. And honestly, it was just poetic. I loved that goal so much. The celebration, about, the celebration was cool. Like thinking about Modric nearly going to Arsenal and then mm-hmm. scoring against Arsenal at the bridge. It was just so beautiful. Like they could have just let us have that. I don't know why they had to go and ruin it, but yeah, yeah. that was how what happened. We're gonna come to that, Ellie. I saw your message. You're like, "Tommy Mark," and I'm like, "Bro, like, what did I do?" But Ellie. What do you want to say about Modric's goal before we talk about the other talking points? Sorry, I've got like a chili cheese bite in my mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I said come outside because you have you were like high key hating on Modric, and I was like, just give him time. You just got to be patient, and you were writing him off, not giving him any time, and you're the one <laughs> that was repping <laughs> Verna, and I was like, how can you give Verna time? And not give this guy time when it's not even been a year. Um, and I and like I said, I'm in no way like a Madrid fangirl. I wasn't one of the people that was like, oh my god, he's amazing. He's the next Messi. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. All this sort of shit. I I have not been saying that. I've just been saying give give all the players a chance. You know, not just like not just Madrid, give all the new players a chance because that's what we're doing but we're just picking you know we're scapegoating we're picking i say we not me but we're picking <laughs> certain players like to, to scapegoat ship because we're not happy with how chelsea were playing and so we need to find a, a scapegoat um and not you know look at things realistically but this is what i'm saying you know as even though it's a mistake there's plenty of goals that are mistakes. Um, you can see that he's looking in like to the player in the box, mm-hmm. um, and he's it's, 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 it's a cross, obviously, but you yeah. know he can claim it. I don't give a shit. The best yeah. thing happened today. He created a goal and he scored a goal against Arsenal. That is like yeah. the like chef's kiss of like a, against Arsenal of all teams. It's just perfect. Everything lined up beautifully. And I don't, I honestly, I, the result is frustrating. But if you, when you look at it, you're like, oh, shit, we're either going to lose or best at draw. So the positives to take of it is the, very, you know, very few positives in the sense that we've, we've thrown away a 2 0 lead um, is the fact that, you know, Madrid of all people scored and, and assisted. So. That's the uh, one to rub in the uh, Arsenal faces. True, true that. I mean, Ubi, I see you want to say something, but Zapacosta comes to mind. But I'll leave it there. Zapacosta. Yeah. He, he tricked us, you know. I thought he was going to be the next Cafu, but he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, the goal of Madrid kind of reminds me, if any of you remember the goal of, I think his name was, he was all, uh, right back, I think, back in the day. He's called Duas. He's from Denmark, and he plays for Valencia. It was in the Champions League. He was intending to cross the ball, 
Uh-huh. And then he caught, I think Kepa it was, most likely. <laughs> yeah. guard, and then he scored. He even said post-match that it was a cross, but then it went in. This kind of reminds uh-huh. me of that goal. It's a kind of maybe two years ago, three years ago. I don't remember really. Um, in that match, I think Kepa blocked uh, a penalty, saved a penalty rather, from yeah. Parejo. Well, just going back oh. in memory lane. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember. It was like a 2-2 against Valencia. I think Kovacic scored on that day, right? Could be. Game? Could be. I'm not yeah. sure. It's been a while. But yeah, no. th- all I'm trying to say is that this goal reminds me of that. So to me, it looked like a cross. He even, like, his body language showed that, oh, it's a cross. Oh, but I went in. And against <laughs> Arsenal. Obviously, it meant a lot to him. The whole... Yeah. Mudrik to Arsenal saga and whatever. So I'm just glad it went in. I'm glad he scored and, you know, kind of created the first goal. Um, he was fantastic today. I'm not going to add any more to that. He was amazing, honestly. Yeah. Um, before we talk about the main talking points, you know, Josie, Ray, what do you want to say about Mudrik's goal? I mean, we all knew he didn't mean it, but let's allow it. It's just it's the goal. He didn't mean it. Listen, I don't, I don't care if he, he did mean it or didn't mean it, but that one goal fed an entire continent. Listen, <laughs> it, what, like, because it's like I see Sterling at the back post. I'm like, okay, Sterling at the back post, tap and finish, okay, easy. When he crossed, I'm like, because I, I think I had to, bl- you know, when you, you see something, you're like, hold on, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, blink three yeah. times. I'm like, nah, that's in. That's a goal. And I heard yeah, the record no. great. Yeah, and I was like, nah, that. The thing is, like, people, everybody's saying, oh, Mudrik's going to score, Mudrik's going to score. And normally that doesn't happen when we mm-hmm. try to will something into existence, and it doesn't happen. And at that point in time, I felt amazing, but I also had to pit myself. I'm like, oh, no, because too many good things are happening. Mm. We have the penalty. We scored a penalty. Mm. We have Mudrik score, like, a Puskas-worthy goal against Arsenal. He was supposed to go uh, against uh, the team who he was supposed to go to yeah. two seasons ago. And at that point, I was on the moon, but I was also afraid because, like, that just mm-hmm. tells me something is going to happen just to balance all mm-hmm. this out. Yeah, um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to come to it. We're going to come to it. All right, Jesse, what were you saying? Do you want to talk about the the Raya chance he almost gave? Like, Kopama had that chance. You can talk about Modric goal if you want as well, but that's just that. Um, oh, well, I, I like the point. I like the takes on everyone on the Mud- Yeah, Mudrik, man. Big up to him. All the hate he's been getting. You know what? I actually jumped on his ass like last minute just before this resurgence. So I, I feel a bit bad too. But, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's been proving that if you give people a chance, a run of games to like show what they can do, it can actually come good. Like he's proven that completely now. So yeah. at this point, he's undroppable. He's like in the lineup. So Jackson yeah. has a has a problem right now to be fair but we still need a focal point and uh oh yeah okay to raya's chance and palmer's miss yeah he should have taken that first time man he should have taken. i did not think too much of it when it happened i was pissed but we were winning two nil so it's mm-hmm. like at that point it was like something of oh my god you could have made it three but but uh-huh. you know it didn't really hit like oh you ruined the chance like but he uh-huh. should have scored that like, he should have hit that First time that would have gone straight in. He took a touch, and the keeper followed him. Jackson, same thing. Uh, Raya is not even the most you know big-looking person ever that can scare you. Like he was right in front of him, he could have done so many things 
he decided to take a touch beside him and he caught the ball. Like, no, I think a, that's why he did. Because when you're in front of goal, like that's why one thing I, I I try not to talk about goal scorers because when you're in front of somebody and you're st- like, it's very different because it looks like oh it's easy just shoot it but realistically when you take the shot it's just gonna bounce off the keeper's chest like because I've tried to do that before it's not it's not as easy as it looks that's why a lot of people when they see that they're like wait you have all this space and you're taking an extra touch trying to round the keeper instead of just one touching it and. Most of the time, when you're in that proximity, you're going to do one or two things. When I was in a, if, if I was going to score, I have one option. I have to either take a touch or I have to chip mm-hmm. it. If I can't chip it, I'm no, going to have to no, take a touch. I feel you. I feel you. I feel like Jackson should have chipped that. That should have gone over the keeper's Which head. Which one? The first or, one or, or in between in between his legs or over his head. Those are the options Jackson No, I'm had. talking about Palmer. Oh. I'm talking about the Palmer chance. The one where he Palmer, Palmer's chance could have gone in with a first-time shot. Like he yeah, that, that that's the one I disagree with. That's what I'm going to push him back on. I think... Jackson's first Jackson's first missed chance, he was just lazy on that one. He should just shot that. Yeah. The second one, he couldn't do anything else. He had to shoot it from there and hope it went in. But you know no, the, it, uh, the second I think one, the Palmer kinda... one is harsh because it's difficult. Like when you get in that position, I feel like that was easier. Palmer's was easier. The keeper gave the ball to him. He collected yeah, but, but, because... but you're saying that because you're right footed. He... No, but Jesse, he's left footed. So he has to shoot with his left. So he has to take the touch with his left and shoot. It was, it was the same giveaway that he got before he assisted uh, the Broja deflected goal. It was the exact same giveaway, but this time from the keeper. And all he had to do was hit that first time like Declan Rice. That would have been a goal. No, no, he had way more time on the in the Fulham one. Way wait, more wait, time wait, because wait. he was outside the box. Wait, yeah, but wait. he could have rounded the keeper immediately with like a curved shot, like finesse. Immediately. Guys, guys let's let's... Let's give other people opportunity to talk as well. But for me, I just want to say, Ray, he had the chance to pass to Gallagher, Gallagher or somebody behind him. Who? Uh, Palmer. Palmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had the chance to pass. No, no, that, that's, that's that. you wasted a chance at that point because the, the keeper exactly. would have set himself back up. So you have to, like I said, you have two options. Either you blast it, and if he was right-footed, I would just blast it on my right foot because I'm right-footed. Mm-hmm. But he's left-footed, so he has to switch the... Um, to his standing foot and shoot on his left, which is again I, one of the reasons why left footers struggle, especially in central positions like Haaland and some of these guys, because they're receiving the ball from the right side, not their left. So they have okay. to do extra work to make the goal happen. That's why I'm lenient on a lot of the left foot guys because it's weird when you're left footed. If I'm right, I'm just blasting this simple chip. Like, see, you know. <laughs> All right. Let's hear from Eli, Ubi, and Tori. But then again, in reminds of what Tori said, has been saying, and what most Chelsea fans say, often with Chelsea fans, we like to amplify that one chance. You know, Man City create lots of chances, but Chelsea likes to amplify that one chance. What if, what would have been, da 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 da. And then, you know, you know, Tori, know the story. So, Tori, what can you say? <laughs> I agree with you so much because for me, like, I'm so sorry. There is no reason why we should be drawing a game when you're 2-0 up. No mm. way in hell. Like, we were 2-0 up. For me, that just says a lot more about our Bozo defense than it does say about our attackers. Because Chelsea, you guys are too spoiled. Like, when do we ever score two goals in a game? Let's be real. Like, I mean, we scored four against that Burnley. Happen? Against Burnley, you know, against Arsenal, all that meant to be titled. Yeah, two months. We had when was the last time we won a big six six game? 
Like, uh, let's let, let's actually be real with ourselves. It was Spurs twenty twenty two in um April March one of those one of those yeah months. I was actually at that game. Um, my point being, like, I'm not going to go and say, oh, we should have taken our chances when we're winning two 0 up, because truth <laughs> be told, two 0 is enough to win a game in the Premier League. Full stop. Like it's we should have something to say. Oh, we should have scored more if we were winning 2-0. Like, the truth is we just did not see out the game properly. Like, that yeah. is for me more of a big deal than not taking our chances. In truth, in truth, even though we were 2-0 up, I was me, I was watching it with my friend and I was saying, we need a third, we need a third. Because yeah. yeah. that's the only way I'm gonna be calm if we have three. Because mm-hmm. we all know that Arsenal can score two very quickly. That's true. But Chelsea are a team we from from day zero, we've been a team that have been built on strong defenses. Mm-hmm. So I would expect if any team in the world can see out a 2-0 lead, it should be Chelsea. Like we flipping have the defense record in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So like I would want to think that we can do that. So for me, the fact that we didn't do that is more of a problem than <laughs> scoring more goals because we could have easily said, oh, yeah, we're 3-0 up. What if Arsenal scored a third? Like, <laughs> what would have happened then? <laughs> and it's, we all know with Arsenal, it's actually possible. It's just sad. So, Let's see what Ubi and Ellie think about the, what do you call it? The chance Cole Palmer and Jackson had before Sanchez had that moment. We're going to come to the Sanchez moment. Even though I know it's taking, like... 30 minutes into the episode and we haven't brought up that, that Sanchez opportunity yet. But yeah, Ubi, Ellie. Um, well, yeah. I'll just be brief here. Uh, I don't have much to say because I'm not the person that goes into the ifs and buts. We don't know. I understand the player, whether I'm talking about Palmer's or uh, Jackson's chances. Yeah. But like when you're in front of goal, it's not the same as if you're just home or even in the stadium watching the match. It's not the same. <laughs> a lot of experience, composure, a lot of thought come to to, to their mind. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's all about uh, not just physically and, you know, if you're like a good athlete or not, it's also about your mental game nowadays. And someone like Jackson, yeah, he did score a few goals for Chelsea already, but let's be real. He's been under a lot of pressure, especially from us, the fans that we thought is the next drug bond, whatever. I mean, we talked about this in previous episodes. I don't want to <laughs> bring yeah. it up again. But, you know, that's why I have no comment. Of course, I would have been happy if he scored, but he didn't. And as I said, we bottled it. But hey, it is what it is. You know, it do be like that sometimes, as they say, right? Like, it just <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. To me, and I'm not going to d- dissect a lot into it because I know where you're going to move on to that point soon. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's Ch- Sanchez fault he's like my yeah. culprit i mean that, yeah that's all i'll say right now so yeah no mic is yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think we're gonna talk about it now because i don't see the point of dwelling any longer on the cole palmer and jackson chance you know but um yeah i think we, i think we're good to talk about the goals we conceded now so let's talk about So let's talk about let's talk about the um sorry about that. Let's talk about the um let's talk about the goal conceded, the Sanchez goal and the oh, um, I have a lot to say about that right there. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> All right, um, 
Because again, I had like Sanchez, I keep telling people I rate him as a keeper and I rate the attributes he has um, as a keeper, but that mistake cost us the entire game. Because mm-hmm. one thing about Arsenal is if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And the mm-hmm. minute we scored that goal, I knew there was going to be a second one added. The only question is, was, gonna be, was there going to be a third goal added? Because all night, I think there were there was one time where he had like a misplaced pass. And then remember that one time when Gabriel Jesus was on like the right wing, basically, and he came out of his goal and left the goal. I'm like, that just tells me one thing about him because I think he's got the attributes to be a really, really good keeper. But some mm-hmm. of the things he does is very schoolboy goalkeeping. And it's not mm-hmm. because he doesn't have the ability because he can shot stop and he can definitely pass out the back. We know that. But I think his decision-making as a keeper... I don't know if it's because it's a pressurized environment because I've seen him in, let's say, in some of the other games where he's just calm. Like, um, he might make a, like a hollow or two there, but in terms of his actual like being off on his line and whatnot, some of the stuff is fine. But when I said that he was rusty and I knew it was going to take time for him to kind of like bed in as a keeper, I didn't know there were going to be howlers like this. I, I thought there was going to be a little, little stuff we can clean up. But it happened. Um, I've seen people say we should get Petrovic on. I'm sorry, we can't just be reactively just throwing everybody out just because they make a mistake. Because when Rodri came to the Premier League, he was terrible. And he was playing DM. He was benched by Fernandinho. And then the I season after, the best DM in the league. So one, one of the things I really don't like when we have discourse about our players, they have one bad game or they have one bad moment and everybody just throw them out, out the trash. People did it with Mudrick. They did it with Sterling. I even did it with Sterling. And it's like, at some point, this is the new team. They're trying to gel together. There's going to be hella mistakes made. Because of his mistake, we lost an entire game. All we got to do is put our hands up and say, okay, you made a mistake. You are basically the reason why we lost this game. Um, and that's fine. Uh, when it comes to that Sanchez goal, Basically, he did what he did was a, a, a complete domino, domino effect because it forced Posh to make the changes he made. And then we talk about the second goal we conceded after that. But that's just what I think about Sanchez overall. I, I think people should just calm down. Just give the guy a chance and just see, just see it out, bro. But he, he had a howler today, and it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, all right, let's see what Ubi, Tori, and Josie think earlier as well. Ubi. I don't think it's reactionary at all. I think this is like the <laughs> this is like the ninth time he's done something stupid. Yeah, like bro. Yeah. Just the first time he was punished. Like he's exactly. been getting away with doing that stupid shit a lot. This is not mm-hmm. the first time. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. act like this is the first time because it finally came back to bite him. Exactly. So much. He's been doing this bullshit a lot. Chickens came home to roost. Let me tell you something, you guys. Mm-hmm. I can never trust a black goalkeeper. <laughs> I will what? say now. Like, oh my God. <laughs> about them. But like, I feel like we should just black ban them. No. Because there's something about them that they're just so prone to being bozos. By the way, <laughs> if you don't know, I am a black woman, please. Um, <laughs> but like, they're just so... Like, you think about Sanchez, you think about Onana. Like, what are they doing? What? Like, truth be told, when as soon as they gave him that ball, I knew something bad was going to come out of it because Arsenal, like, they press very, very cohesively. I give them that. They're very good at pressing. And mm-hmm. they were putting pressure on Sanchez to do something with that ball. 
And the thing is, yeah, yeah, professional goalkeeper, if you can't make it pass, clear. Yeah. I yes. wouldn't have been mad if he just cleared it. Like, it's exactly. okay to say that, okay, you can't make it pass. But, but like, sometimes they're just so committed to just trying to pass it to somebody. And then you just pass it straight to the Arsenal player. Like, what are you doing? Like, the I'm joke just- of it is that he has been, he was clearing it the whole, like, first half. Exactly. Like, they were, they were, he was passing it to, like, no one. Because we were playing a false nine. There was, like, no striker in the place where Jackson would normally be. So, like, yeah. we were just, pot, like, you know, pushing it long constantly. And so I don't understand. Mm. The, but, actually, some, um, it was pointed out in the, in the post-match that Palmer was, like, asking for the ball. Um, cold, and I then he, he, he was, like, he was asking for the ball and then he moved. Um, and so I think in the process of him deciding to pass to Palmer and then he moved. Uh, and so it wasn't like he just, he, he, I think it was. No, it wasn't a Bozo moment. He was trying to pass it to Gallagher. So um, two oh, people, Gallagher. like Enzo, yeah, you're right. Palmer was asking for the ball back. He said, pass it back to me. Enzo mm-hmm. looked back and said, don't pass it back to me. Pass it to Palmer. He looks down and then he sees Gallagher. I don't know why he was trying to pass it to Gallagher because at that point Gallagher was uh, Gallagher was running to make a run. He looks down. While he's looking down, uh, uh, Gallagher's marked by Declan Rice, and he decides to pass the ball. So after he looks up, he's like, "Fuck, I made a mistake." And then mm-hmm. that's what happens. That Fair wasn't like that, that wasn't. A, he didn't. He didn't even get pressed. If you look at that goal, it's not like the one where Palmer pressed Ryan to a mistake. He didn't get pressed. Mm-hmm. He wasn't under pressure. He just made a stupid mistake. That yeah. they had no bearing over that. They didn't create shit today. <laughs> I think I I don't think it classes as a bozo moment. It like if you compare, like I I also agree with people like calling for like Petrovic to come in is ridiculous. Like we you're calling for this guy that you we have never seen play, well, and and th- it does like. You're you're calling for a guy that you've never seen play. You have no idea if he's like it. You might as well call for me to go in goal. Just to make like, clear, I, I'm I'm not part of this Petrovic moment. I just I, like if you don't want I, him to play, who do you want? Who do you want to come in and replace oh, him? No, I'm not saying I don't want him to play. I just think that okay, one okay. it was very silly. Yeah, uh, yeah of course, I, I agree. But I think if you compare, if you compare the amount of moments that Sanchez has had to Onana for example like Onana is still getting picked like rightfully so because I think his his backup is someone a nobody as well so they have to make do um but we I don't see any he hasn't done anything like that I would say is drop worthy in my opinion and I was sort of in the same vein with that opinion for Ramsdale as well for for Raya to come in for Ramsdale, I was surprised because I didn't feel like he had done anything. Yeah. He he was bad. He he's he was bad. He was like he wasn't keeping clean clean sheets. That's basically the the and and he made a couple of mistakes, but he didn't um make any you know nothing yeah. drop worthy in my opinion. But I understand why it needed to happen because of the I think you know trying to placate like multiple I- players. Can I interject before I bring yeah, in Ruby? Yeah. Um, I have two examples. One, 
Do you guys remember when the Man City Liverpool game where like Stefan, whoever the American guy, Stefan the keeper, made that mistake and Mane scored in the FA Cup semi final? He got dropped. Man City never played him. Pep never played him again. And you, you know why that doesn't make wait, any wait, sense? Wait, That's wait, wait, the, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Let's not forget. Like Josie said, Sanchez has been making the same mistake. Mendy did the same thing, and he eventually cost us in that Madrid game. So personally, I think we should give. Petrovic a chance so we know yeah, what's up yeah. you know the thing is goalkeepers are always put to such a high scrutiny if that makes sense I don't know if that's English um <laughs> they are always like when you I think about like what's that guy Cassius do you remember like in that Liverpool yeah. UCL Liverpool. final that oh, we Lord, never yeah. heard from we never heard from that guy again you talking about Carius he's talking about Lord yeah Carius or whoever he was yeah he Newcastle. Yeah. And we never heard from him again. And like he was solid for them all season. And then he makes a couple mistakes in a UCL final. All of a sudden, his career goes to shit. And I definitely think that like the problem is goalkeepers, when they make mistakes, they're costly. Like everybody else can, obviously, as that's probably defenders, everybody else can make mistakes. And like maybe it might not result in, you know, losing the game or something like that. But GK's is very different. So I definitely think we should give Sanchez some grace. Like, I think that he's a good keeper. Fingers crossed. But at the same time, like, today was just not his best showing. Like, I, I can see peop- why people are saying that they should, that Petrovic should play. But Petrovic, he's never played. Where do you play? MLS? Like, why are we he's start? Playing MLS. There's no right. need. There's no need to say, oh, yes, he should be starting against Brentford when yeah. he's been playing in... Tori, do you, do you know what's the worst team this, right? The best team in the league, the team that won the treble last season, they have a terrible goalkeeper. They have a goalkeeper that makes multiple mistakes, right? He doesn't get peppered like our, like our keepers do because they have a way better defense, they have a way better attack. But he makes the same types of mistakes Sanchez does, but he doesn't get punished. So... The Edison guy that they're calling the top three goalkeeper in the Premier League is basically Sanchez to me because that's how I see him, right? He gets away with it because he's in a better team. And also, the difference is, I think with Sanchez, I'm not even saying he's like Allison level or anything, but the guy literally got benched last season because he, yeah, because he had beef with his coach. And then he comes into this team, he's trying to rebuild his confidence, and obviously he's making stupid mistakes, but he's in a new team, like not only like a team that's established, like, most teams, if you bring in a goalkeeper, like, most of the team or 90% of the team is the same. This is a completely new team, so you're adding new on new. Um, yeah. So it's like, like I said, the same way people did it with Modric or Noni or some of these other guys, and they just discredited them, and they don't give them a chance, we're, we're nine games in. Like, Bro. this is not, this is not, we shouldn't be calling for people's heads after nine games, especially in this experimental th- uh, period where everyone's trying to figure out what the links are and what the chemistry is between this and that player. So, especially Petrovic, come on, bro. Like, he hasn't proven anything. I like, Just like the same way people are saying that Jackson should be benched for uh, David Washington. Like, come on. Even though I love David but come on. I mean, like, you don't know what you have on your hands until you try it. Let's hear from Ubi. Ubi hasn't said anything yet. Ubi, I know you have to go soon, but yeah, let me know. What's up? What are you saying about the Sanchez? Well, uh, both goals are his fault. I disagree that he should be 
benched. And I disagree mm-hmm. that Petrovic should start anytime soon because, as you guys said, that he hasn't proven anything. Sent, uh, I mean, Petrovic. Um, it just, I'm like just scared because a few days ago, Sanchez received an award from the Premier League. I don't know if it was best save best. or something. Yeah. Uh, was. The one he looked like he's like lying down on, on air or something. Like it was cool, you know what I'm saying? It was like <laughs> yeah. nice. It's just like, oh yeah, I got an award now. Let me just decline. That reminds me, as you said, to, told me of, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Mendy, exactly. Mendy, he was fantastic. People were calling out his name to win the Yashin Award. Mm-hmm. And deservedly so. We won the Champions League with him. And then, boom. I don't know what happened after the AFCON. But, I mean, I'm not saying Sanchez, because of today's mistakes, he's going to be another Mendy. But I'm just scared. That's why I'm like, okay, it's his fault. So we need to say that out loud without being harsh or being, oh, yeah, he should be dropped and whatever. And putting agendas on his head, especially after nine games in. So, yeah, that's my opinion. I mean, he should have he done better. Honestly, because I know his distribution is good, and and finally, finally enough, this is I think the first time he he gets uh, uh, what do you call? No, no, like someone scores a long shot on Sanchez mm. in Chelsea. Um, I don't know about Brighton, but because like usually people used to mock Kepa of his he's like incapable of blocking the long long shots, like mm-hmm. shots from outside the box. Uh, but of course, Declan Rice, you know, I mean, he got lucky to be honest because he had a lot of curve and it just went to, to the corner. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is. It was the first goal. He didn't even try to dive. I mean, obviously, he was far away, but you know, pretend at least. He was like, oh, yeah, it's going in, whatever. <laughs> That's why I'm like, dude, oh, you gotta be better. That's my so, argument. Uh, all right, I see Ellie wants to say something. Ellie, before you go, can I just say, um, uh, I forgot now, but Ellie, go. Okay. Um, I it was just a, a short thing to say that he, you know, there was what like two weeks ago he was getting praise. So, you know, this is just reactionary yet again. Like just the fan base being reactionary to, yes, he's made he's made. I mean, borderline two mistakes. Definitely, definitely one one big mistake. Um, but also I think, you know, the outfield players do play a part of that. Um, but, and, and, you know, he could be better in the second one, but he saved our ass so much already this season. And obviously he's winning, winning awards, winning one award, but like he, <laughs> everyone was praising him, you know? And I think it's just, people need a, needs a bit of perspective, you know? It's just, I think. Just see, calm down about it, you know. I, but I remember what I was gonna say now. It's it's a case of like Josie said, he has been doing this, it's a pattern we've seen. So is what happens in the big ass game, is that when we're gonna be like, Oh yeah, we should get a new keeper. I feel like we shouldn't let it we should be basically right, it should be like you need to be confident in your keeper, like Courtois, like Petacek. You should be confident in your keepers. How like... confident are you in Edison, Tommy? Very, because I know he's very good he's with very... his feet. Like, okay, so he's very... very good with his feet. And Sancho, well, he's not the level of Edison, but he's good with his feet. Yeah, the shot stopper, right? <laughs> and even though he's good with his feet, again, I repeat, Manchester City have the 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 possession like seventy or eighty percent of the game. 
So it's not like the case where um, Arsenal are having the possession of the game and he's getting exposed for the numerous mistakes he makes, right? Him and, like, I just, because I watch some of these keepers, right? Just fundamentally what they do and the stuff they get away with, especially Edison. He's been very lucky, right? He <laughs> does the same stuff, but he gets away with it. In Sanchez's case, he didn't get away with it. And I'll be real, that Declan Rice curve was, like, if you look at the goal itself, it's kind of crazy. Like, it was it, like- it bent. I, I've never seen a ball. It went like a boomerang. It went past me. It yeah. curled, and it went in. And I don't know. Like I'm. I keep saying like people don't keep the same energy if given the same context. Like if you put if if people put Edison in his team, they will complain about him all the time, right? But because his name is Edison, and this guy's name is Robert Sanchez, and they play for different teams at, at different <laughs> points in time in their development, it's just a different situation. That's why I'm saying. Yes, he's had bozo moments throughout the season. I don't even think, um, I think he's had maybe three or four good games overall, Sanchez has. But I think in context, a guy who hadn't had a preseason, a guy who just came here and, um, uh, like, stuff. well, yeah, I mean, again, he hadn't played a majority of last season. So he's not match no, shop. Hmm? Yeah, Terry wants to say something before I come back, right? Sorry, let's worry. No, I'm, I'm actually, yeah, I'm because I'm, I'm, I want to go into the second goal because I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you talk about the second goal. Sorry, are you going yeah. somewhere? Um, no, you go. No, sorry, sorry. Um, honestly, I don't have any much more to say about Sanchez or whatever. Like, <laughs> God help him, God help Chelsea. I, I mean. I can't wait to. I wish I saw your reactions, actually, you guys, because like my reaction was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, why? No, I knew that was happening. I don't like when they pass back. I never like when they pass back to the keeper in pressurized situations. It always goes mm-hmm. wrong. So, like, yeah, that happened. That's that. It was the second goal that just did my head in because I had mm-hmm. just gotten food ordered and I was so happy. Yes, my food is here. <laughs> and then we start then we complete. Like, why? I know, what? right? Right, right. Walk us through the second goal. You said you want to say... Oh, yeah, my God. So the substitution. <laughs> um, this is not Poch's fault, because I think we just made dumb mistakes. Um, one of the reasons what we were trying to do was basically, when we let Arsenal have the ball, we kind of funneled them into a certain position to where we cut off their fullbacks, like they dope it up on... So either... Uh, Cucurella was tight to Saka and just didn't let him go anywhere. And then Gusto would be on uh, Martinelli and he'd get occasional help for whoever the, the right winger was. I don't remember who it was. I think it was Sterling. Because um, that time Sterling was tracking back to help Gusto or Mark Palmer was tracking back to help Gusto and we were just cutting off everything. And then Caicedo, Enzo and Gallagher just just put basically their midfield in like, they just circled Jorginho and just cut off everything from him. And that's why they just passed the ball around a thousand times and it didn't go anywhere. When um, Noni comes on and Palmer comes off and Mudrik comes off and Mudrik was really helping on that left-hand side, tracking back, just covering all the spaces. Um, we lost that and that's literally how we conceded the first goal. If Mudrik was there, he would have closed down Saka with with um, Kukurea and that cross would have never gone in. And then also... Sterling would have also helped Gusto on that side because Gusto was sleeping. I don't know if he was tired or whatever, but he was sleeping on that one. And Trossard would not have scored that goal, that second goal. So I'm not going to blame Poch. Oh, go ahead. 
Tori. Can I ask where the hell was Reese James playing? Like right, right. He's playing right wing. I yeah, right. Uh, but why? Like I understood why we brought him on because I was saying, oh, bring on Reese so that the like the the crowd would get gingered. I guess it's like everybody loves Reese James. I get it. But Gusto was clearly tired, and I would have rather you had left Mudrick or Sterling wherever they were, and then mm. take Gusto off and then just slot Reese James there, because Reese wouldn't have been sleeping when Trossard was there. I'm sorry, but I know that to be true. Reese wouldn't have just watched as Trossard. I, th- I think he was afraid that uh, if Reese, like, if Reese comes on. And he's not completely because there was like he came on like the last ten minutes and he's not completely match sharp and he gets caught lacking we we concede yeah. so he's saying I'm gonna let you guys just double up on that side and it should be fine yeah. you should stay on the game but really it wasn't even their fault because even though Gusto was sleeping he's probably expecting um, them just to cut off the cross as they were doing the whole game so he's not worrying then he gets caught lacking lapse in concentration uh, Trussar gets in behind and he's fantastic at doing that just getting behind people. And time just run perfectly, and then they score. But I'm not going to blame it on Posh. I think he, he got everything right today. Um, yeah, I won't what, blame it on Posh mm-hmm. either. What can you I guys mean, say? I would. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Go I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily blame it all on him because he got a lot right. Um, like, a lot right. I was very surprised. But yeah. I think the substitutions upset the control that we had of the game um there was this distinct significant change um when the substitution happened um so even even bringing jackson on for one like i understand why you would want to bring him on but we were doing we were doing so well he didn't need to come on so early in the second half, absolutely not. We were fine. We weren't tired. Um, he could come on later on, and I think that that changes the game. Personally, I think we could have gone on to score more. Um, so I I think that was a mistake. And then what he then does is he then takes off the uh, Mudrick and. Um, Sterling so like all of our attackers when we do go behind we don't have anyone to like you know bring us back uh-huh. so it you know and well Cole, Cole Palmer as well like it's just I don't I don't get it like personally I, I, I didn't really understand um it I, I think Poch panicked a little bit personally um uh-huh. for especially for the substitutions after Jackson because I think Jackson Jackson wasn't necessary I don't um I don't really know why that was needed maybe like for additional height or whatever I don't know um but regardless he was pretty much uh like an unnecessary substitution and and uh, unless for the chance that he first got literally as soon as he came came on and you know messed that up because he's i understand he's just come on he fucked it up because he's he's not um he's literally just come on so i don't i don't really slate him too much for that um but he didn't really serve much else for when he for the rest of the game 
Um, and then, obviously, and then it, it, it all goes to shit because of the other substitutions. Personally, I think that was... Uh, I, you can't avoid... I, I've, I, you can't avoid that being a factor. The substitutions upset the... Um, the control, the the sense of like uh, the, o- the, the overall sense of the, of the team. It re- yeah, the rhythm. That was it. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, it upset the rhythm 100. percent Like you could tell, you could tell as soon as um, as soon as Jackson came on, pretty much. We still obviously looked good, but then taking the rest of the attackers off, terrible, terrible decision. You know what I think he should have done. Uh, I think Woodrick can't complete a full 90, which is fine. So you take why, him while you... Why, hold on, hold on. I'd like to just argue that. Why? Because mm-hmm. he's No, been... I'm not saying... I'm just saying based off of what we've seen while he's been at the club, he's never completed a full 90. But that doesn't um, mean that he cannot. That's the choice. No, no, no. no. I'm, just making the, I'm just making the assumption just based off of himself. I don't know if that's true. But I think but that not, if it, you're going to take anybody... Off... 90 because he's done it multiple times for um, Ukraine. So he to the yeah. point that I'm like I'd be what I've I've watched the games and I'm like fucking hell take this guy off because I don't want him to get injured. Injured. Um, yeah. He does it. He he plays ninety minutes multiple times and actually recently he's only he he came off a little bit earlier. Um, but he it's it's Pochettino that's making that decision to take him off. And he should have, he was, he's on a high, man. He's just scored the first, his first goal for his country. And he's also just, he's, he's basically made this game. He's made the, made um, the penalty and he's scored a goal. So why don't you leave him on? Like he, there was, I I don't think he was showing signs. I think it's okay to take him off. Um, But I don't know if he was tired or not, but it's okay to take him off. But I think you also bring someone who can, like press and engage mm-hmm. in a press with somebody. So if you're gonna take him off, you have to keep Palmer on. You have to keep Sterling on because the two of them can press very well. Sterling mm-hmm. can track back on. You can even switch Sterling to the left. What you can do is you can switch Sterling to the left if you want. Have him track back with um Kukurea. They they will work fine. Put Jackson up top. Have him press the center backs or put pressure on them, and then have Palmer be on the right and track back on his side, and you basically stay the same, and I don't think we concede that goal if it's like that. So if you want to take him off, you can't bring on Noni, because he, of the people that were subbed on, he's the only one that's horrible at tracking back. In fact, the goal, we, the last time Noni had to track back, when he was playing wing back against West Ham, remember the 1-1? One, one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 1-1. One, one. We conceded because Noni didn't track, yeah, because he, he didn't yeah. track his man. So... I think we would have been fine if we just taken off Mudrick if you wanted to take off Mudrick. Bring on Jackson, let him be up front, put the two wingers on the on the on the wings and just let them do their job. Whether you want to put uh Palmer on the left or Sterling on the I think the job is still done the same. So to me, that's what we should have done. But we didn't and you know, shoulda could shoulda coulda woulda, you know, it, it is what it is. But you learn but, from your mistakes. I mean, well, do you? Because this isn't the first time Pochettino has made mistakes with substitutions his his um in-game management personally isn't great like he's he's made substitutions in the past that haven't worked and i just i i mean he's got a lot of work to win me over personally like he's he's got to do a lot of work for for me um but i think it's it's not the first time it won't be the last time 
that he's he's gonna do this sort of shit that he 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 makes just if for example if you can work that out Wraith and you're not the only person that can figure that out why cannot he why can't he he can <laughs> he can't figure that out he can't figure it out and he is a he is a professional like this is what frustrates me why can he not figure that out and be like right I need to do this this and this because we that we're we are owning this game by playing this way but maybe i need to just switch it up and bring fresh legs on etc etc right but then he doesn't he doesn't identify that he fucks it all up and he moves shit around and so and by doing that he's ruined the whole rhythm of the play like it's not the and, and it, like i said it's not the first time he's done it it won't be the last he just he doesn't seem to be able to identify that and it's it's the same thing that he went into complete panic shit fit after um and cuckoo got injured we were playing um a system in preseason, which yeah. was great um and then as soon as the uh season started he completely changes it to something we've never done before because because of one guy that got injured when we could have easily replaced him with somebody else not i i guess not easily i understand but another player can play in the same position as Nkuku. but again this is what i'm saying the similarities of him you know thinking yeah. too much he's getting too much in his head and he he's he's like self-sabotaged he he definitely played obviously mistakes happen in games that cause um teams to lose that's fine, but he played a part in this, and because I'm seeing it a lot, that oh yeah, Pochettino isn't to blame. Yes, he is. He has his part to blame in this. He has his part, and he people need to recognise that because this isn't this isn't the first time. And it, this is the thing. I'll just wait and I'll sit and wait because this will be spoken about again in a few weeks' time. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, thank you guys for coming. Ubi, Tori, Ray, Josie, Ellie. So good to have you guys. So good to hear from you guys. Let me just say one last thing. Uh, sure. To Tommy. Um, Tommy said that results are what we care about and not performances. Um, again, I think all of us have different aims and different objectives for this season. Um, I don't think it's realistic to buy an entire team and believe they're going to achieve top four in a season, no matter how good they are. If it does happen, it'll be a tremendous thing to happen. So as a fan, if we're able to build on this result and we're able to put pressure on the big teams and find ways to dissect the smaller teams and be consistent and have a majority of the team performing well from most of the game, then I as a fan believe that's a positive. But if you don't believe that, that's cool. But I don't believe that we should always look at results. I think we should look at the performances. And even though we had Bozo moments today, let's be honest, that was a great performance by the team, excluding Sanchez. Or 60 minutes or 70, yes. Way it was like 80 minutes. We dominated them guys for about 80 minutes. We, I, mean, yeah, I thought we were going to slow down, but we just dominated them the majority of the game. They should yeah. be embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, my point really is more about like, Nobody's going to remember all your performance from like a season ago. It's all about how many points did you get and where did you finish in the table? That sort of thing. You know, so, but yeah, I, I do get what you mean. It's a fine balance, I get, but I'm more of like 
a points on the table kind of guy as opposed to like oh yeah let's just keep focusing on the performance and yeah we had a good game we ratted Arsenal yeah but ultimately we dropped points you know but here yeah, it's all good it's all good let's keep the same energy for Brentford see you guys soon thank you again for coming and thank you for listening bye guys